Hi there, this is Erin Nicole, and you're listening to the Move Happy Movement podcast. On this show, I interview people from all over the world. Sometimes I do sermons from the divine. He inspires through me a topic in the middle of my day and wherever I'm at. Sometimes I'm at the gym. Sometimes I'm running errands. Sometimes I'm in my bedroom praising him in my worship time. Uh, And uh, he gives me topics all the time, sometimes when I'm on the toilet, <laughs> I never know when he's going to give me a topic. And uh, I always made my husband laugh because I told him, I said, I've got the humor of a middle school boy. That's my style. Well, my friend in grad school said the same thing about herself. So that's why we got along great. Anywho, I've been uh, out and about um, getting the news reporters ready and uh, connecting with my uh, DNA heritage. I'm a descendant of King David, and that's the topic. The Holy Spirit said, I want you to talk about Jewish descendants. So this is me without looking up anything. So I I, I don't know how this is going to go. This is the Holy Spirit is going to work through me and speak through me um, based on uh, real life experience, real life stories, to give you some hope. So hopefully by the end of the sermon you have some hope and you desire to connect with the Father directly and I'll give you that opportunity at the end. So my thir- first thought was thinking about my my friends that I grew up in the church that were Jewish, that were Jewish Christians. Um, I can remember very specifically Amanda and Jessica from Clover Creek Bible Fellowship. Amanda was, I think, a year younger than me. She's married into... Uh, if she's still on my Facebook. I haven't seen her in a while. A lot of people got off Facebook after there was a lot of questionable stuff in the last few years going on with our data being leaked overseas and whatnot. So she might not be on there anymore. But she was married into the Marine Corps as a veteran spouse. And uh, Jessica was uh, my age. She was like six months older than me or so. Um, she actually stayed at our house when her family moved across the country because she was in an accelerated program at the college her senior year she was doing uh, I forget what it's called but you can get your you can earn your AA degree and uh, her professors wouldn't let her finish her schooling early because her, her dad got a promotion somewhere um, I think in Rock Hill South Carolina or something or North Carolina one of those anyways I'm terrible with geography I'm getting better but I know that's not my lane so I'm just going to be myself and uh, I know the Lord loves me just like he loves you and uh, they were of Jewish heritage, and they grew up in the Christian faith system. And uh, she, she and her sister graduated from the Bethel School uh, High School. Uh, they were like our rival high schools, but we didn't really care because we all went to the same church. So uh, we had an awesome high school pastor, Paris, and uh, he, he grew our youth ministry, and he connected with the college instructors, the college ministers, and we started a second church within our church building for college age and transitioning high school students into the high school or into the college um, age bracket or adults that, you know, went into the military, you know, it was for the older age 20-somethings that didn't have a ministry service. They added based on the needs of the church. That's what churches are for, right? A place for spiritual health. And uh, Jessica and I spent a lot of time together. Uh, We would go, uh, there was a Bible study from another church we would go to on Thursday night. Sometimes we'd skip it and just drive in the car and listen to Justin Timberlake. I remember that. We were rebels, and she was getting into the dating scene, and all these military guys wanted to date her all the time, and... I wasn't really against dating, but I just, I was focused in the music company and we were performing all the time and I had to keep my grades up and my parents were heavily involved. Well, I'd say my mom was heavily involved. Dad worked real hard involved in my life, butting in and nosy in all my business. And she made sure all her friends, my parents, uh, friends were nosy up in my business, kept me out of trouble. And, uh, Jessica, she got, she started dating lots of military guys and she dated, uh, actually, uh, one of the guys in our uh, church for a while and she said it was her first love and uh, his dad helped my dad get his job at uh, Orweet they changed uh, 
business names in the South. It's called Arnold. It's owned by Bimbo Bakeries out of Mexico. They got bought out a few years before my dad passed away. And uh, the Lawrence family, they helped to get my dad uh, a different job so that he could be at home every day and spend more time with the family. Mom had had enough of him being gone all week long. And so he, he helped him get a job and whatnot. And so she, uh, she dated him and then uh, they dated for a little while when she moved across the country, but it's kind of hard to keep, you know, the long distance relationship going unless you're going to get married. And, uh, I remember they had broken up and it was such a heartbreak and she was fine. She was like totally fine. She was like, yeah, you win some, you lose some. And he was heartbroken. I remember I worked in the uh, Starbucks and his dad came through the line. I worked in the Albertsons grocery store when I was at, uh, college my freshman year only was in the the barista's role for like two weeks because grandma died and it was a very difficult time for me but I remember uh her uh ex-boyfriend's father that helped my dad get the job at Oroweed he's coming through the line he's like yeah did you hear she broke up with him she didn't even give him notice no notice of nothing he's trying to get intel off of me <laughs> off of what was going on because his son was heartbroken and I said I don't know like she just moved out she didn't even say bye to me he's like she didn't I said no I don't think she's good at goodbyes and all that I don't know what's going on with her but you know I'm not mad at her it is what it is she wrote me a letter <laughs> she's she uh her dad let her stay at our place and he paid my parents a little bit to cover the food and stuff for her and housing so she could finish up her high school degree because her her teachers at the college instructors said that she'd fail the classes and then she'd fail her high school so she had to stay in order to complete her high school stuff she didn't want to transfer it over and wait another year so she I mean she could have done that but she uh, decided to ask for help and my dad was like sure yeah she could stay with us because money was always a stress so if we could make more money in the households one less stress the parking was difficult to figure out the logistics in our driveway and in front of the house but we figured it out for a little while and uh, cool family very cool family her uh, it was actually her stepfather that arranged it um, her dad left her family, and uh, stepdad was a next-door neighbor or a couple doors down and saw that her mom was struggling with two young kids. And so he stepped in and became an awesome stepfather, and she had a great relationship with him. And uh, her mom was a CPA of some sort, some kind of financial manager of the Walmart in Spanaway. And then when they moved, I imagine she got transferred to... Probably, probably works for the same company. I don't know. I haven't chatted with her in a while. Uh, but I, I did talk to her when she first moved when I was a student at PLU. And she had uh, she had that southern accent. I was like, I hear your accent. She goes, that's what everybody's telling me. But I don't hear it, girl. I don't hear it at all. <laughs> and I started dying. Because she's Jewish. Her accent totally changed sometimes when we go into new environments we don't even notice that we change based on the environment there is the uh, social uh, behavioral changes the uh, the group can change the individual and the individual can change the group and um, boy has the Lord proved to me in the last five years since he called me into this this move happy movement to help empower you to find happiness from within. Boy, has he shown me how many powerful, rich, big-time leaders I can shift their behavior, their choices, and their business decisions, and even their political orientation and advertising. Because the Lord assigned me something, and he rules my life, and I have had a faith way bigger than a mustard seed. And he has moved mountains for me, for others because I keep him first place and I'm obedient to him and he healed me completely of suicidal ideations in 2018 I had struggled for 18 years by myself when I reached out to organizations that are supposed to supposed to help they didn't they didn't know how to help me 
They didn't know how because they weren't assigned this from the Lord. He shifted the entire world for my calling when I asked him, Father, what is it that you desire for my life? I desire to spread your love around the world. Use me. Use me to do your will. And he opened up the heavens in 2018 into my bedroom because I was honest with him, with my heart. And since then, since then, he has moved so many people in a positive direction and he's moved a lot of people into even worse evils. It's very polarized in our nation, in America, and it's very polarized all over because there's light and love and there's darkness. And the Lord is all things. He created all of us. He allows us to have free will. He allows for the destruction of man. He allows for diseases to be released on man when when enough evil spreads around the world and people have forgotten where they've come from. He reminds us all to get down on our knees and to beg him back into our lives. Nothing is new in the world. Everything is repeated patterns of the past. He's gifted me ways to change the future, ways to change history. And he's demonstrated his power and his influence by moving big, powerful, rich people to either step in and help or they've proven in the last three years of this contest I have been aware I was a part of where they have blocked me on purpose from the Lord's plans and he's allowed them to block me for a certain amount of time so that the warriors of light can trace it can collect all the evidence and release it release the truth in their perfect timing no one in our lifetimes has ever lived through a pandemic that was planned by man or so you thought. The Lord knows the plans of the enemy long before they are executed. And he uses evil and dark plans. He turns around those evil and dark plans for his good. Everyone in the world that planned on purpose to kill lots and lots of humans and to block young children from giving birth in their future without informing them or their families impacting families globally he knew that long before the plans had been executed and his plans reign true and are supreme there is no doctor in the world that can outsmart the Lord above all lords. There is no financial expert in the world that can outsmart the Lord above all lords. He knows all. He sees all. He is above all. He is all things. He is everywhere in all spaces and time. He is the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. No one can hide their sins, their darkness, their evil, their harming of children from him. He has chosen me and he has chosen many women leaders to step up and rise and say enough is enough of harming the children of the world. He's rising up men as well. Real men that cover and protect women that don't try to damage the reputations of women. He has had enough of the sexualizing of women in America and around the world, starting at young ages and profiting the evil and the rich, profiting lots of money off of it 
planting seeds of sexual sins. He has had enough. Everybody's going to be going back to church. And whatever church you choose, as long as you don't harm the children of the world and on purpose try to harm and kill elderly people and those that are different, that have lung diseases. Did you know that the evil people in the world, they planned and created diseases to harm, very specifically to harm people's lungs that have asthma, COPD. You already struggle with your breathing and they on purpose created bio-warfare and released it and then tried to project in the media that they are protecting you by putting masks on. What a fucking joke. The Lord doesn't like liars. He doesn't like deceivers. Listen to my last sermon I released. There were Bible verses that the Holy Spirit released through my mouth and I read out loud how all the magicians, the diviners, the fortune tellers came and tried to interpret the dreams of the king, but they couldn't do it because they had not been given the gift of the prophet. Daniel revealed. Another prophet was uh, Jeremiah. I'm a prophetess. He has gifted me a knowing of the future. I've known it since I was 14 years old. But back then, I was raised in a household with a father that didn't get mental health support. He was depressed, and so all of my future telling was all hopeless and sad, even though I went to church every Sunday. He didn't apply the lessons, and he didn't lead our household because he refused to get help, and society didn't help encourage him. But the Lord is using that story, using our story, our family's story as truth to help your family to get the help you need. To not be ashamed to say you might need to get some counseling or therapy or get on medications or get in an exercise program or start music therapy or art therapy or rec therapy or whatever therapy works for you to empower you to find happiness from within. Spend time every single day doing something that you love. As little as 10 minutes a day can bring more joy into your life and it doesn't have to cost you a thing. But that's what these rich people on purpose have blocked me because they are threatened that I'm teaching you how to do things on a budget. Because they profit off of your pains. They profit off of telling you that you need to get on medications. The pharmaceutical industry, heavily involved in the Illuminati that harm and abduct children and sexualize them. Heavily involved. The Lord will reveal your names to me, and you will be killed. The Lord doesn't like child abusers or those that are forcing children into sex slavery. I give two shits whether you think you can pay to have a hit on me. I've already survived 17 times, and today alone the Lord revealed to me on my way to reach out to news reporters, the evil spies in my tech. They tried to kill me today. And my team that watches out for me, my night watchers, my warriors of light, they killed two people. Yeah. Nobody's allowed to commit treason in America. Nobody's allowed to do acts of terrorism in America. And I have the best security team that watches out for me. And they know. They know that the Biden team is full of shit. Biden was killed two years ago. After I shared with my hero of 2020 a website that was revealed to me from the Holy Spirit that was Biden's website it looked like it was a political fundraising website no, it was an illegal website for him to money launder and receive payments to abduct children in America Yeah, that's why they killed him because they got the evidence that they needed from me that's why they look out for me because I have spiritual gifts that are unexplainable, that are extremely valuable, and I'm 39 days away from winning this contest that the Lord assigned to me in 2018. When you step out in faith, if you have a dream that is big, that is a bodacious dream, that is out of this world, changing history, recognize and expect that there's going to be people that are going to be competing against you. 
There's always winners and losers in contests. This has been a very politically charged, financially backed contest. And this nasty group of people that are the pedophiles and the money uh, launderers of sex slavery of children and of illegal citizens in America, 49% of, of the children that are abducted in the world, it starts in America. So we need to wake up and start taking responsibility and move all of the poisonous rich Illuminati people out of positions of power and the Lord reveals your names to me. I fear nothing. The Lord guides my every single fucking step. And guess what? He allows me to curse. Yeah. I'm throwing the church box way out there. I'm working on not cursing as much. But today I survived the 18th death attempt from the team that is pretending to be running America when they know that President Biden was killed two years ago. Yeah. President Trump will get back in office. There is a body double that is projected in the media. That is why all the media is making fun of President Biden right now because our military has taken over America to protect all of us. We have the best security teams in the world. 100%. Zero doubts about it. I bring you the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. And this Illuminati group paid the Democratic Party's security team. They paid their top guy to have me killed. And he accepted their payment because they would have paid anybody. So he had to stay in the know. He decided to protect me. All political parties, security teams protected me in 2020. I am an asset to America and the world. He knew it. He got to experience my therapy. He got to meet my high school choir teacher who is my hero who helped to protect my mind from suicidal ideations. I had zero self-harm thoughts in three years because I was a part of a group and I was doing what I loved every single day. We got to perform an average of 40 times per year, big time performances in high school. I got to miss a lot of school and I kept my grades up. It taught me responsibility. And I was a part of an elite group. And we got to perform inside Disneyland. We got to perform for the mayor of Hawaii. We got to perform for all the superintendents of Washington State. The entire state. We got to perform for the Rotary Club, their leaders. All kinds of gigs. Everything was an opportunity to perform. We got to perform for the Olympic politicians in the capital of Washington State everywhere. We were ambassadors of our school district. They didn't pay us. We got paid gigs, but we didn't, as students, get to keep the money because it was a cyclical program to pay for our dresses, our trips, our contest things. Um, we were even able to use some of the monies to help our lower income choir students that were from single parent families be able to go on the trips. We were a real program, a real family. That was how I reframed my mind of what family was like. And he sacrificed a lot of time, Mr. Krause did. That's why he's going to win a lot of awards when I win mine. Because I wouldn't be here if it wouldn't have been for that man. He connected us to Roger Emerson, who's a multiple Emmy-nominated composer. He's released over 500 pieces of sheet music that's known all over the world for choral music. He was a guest on the podcast. Uh, as well as uh, Kirby Shaw and uh, John Jacobson. And there was another choreographer. We, we went down there we, in uh, Weed, California to the College of the Siskiyous. Every summer, I got college-level I'd say above college level, professional intensive training that raised my standards as a performer. And then when I worked at the psych hospital where this whole Move Happy thing started, Mr. Krause and I co-developed performing arts therapy for the patients of the hospital. He helped me to be able to facilitate a therapy to teach the patients how to teach um, them how to sing because I was asked to do it. My boss 
and the team there, everybody started raising their standards because they saw that my boss was supportive of me doing that and I got to create a successful program that the patients started spreading word about to the entire hospital. We created a movement together because I chose to spread the love of the Father, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, self-control, long-suffering, and I treated them with dignity. Many of my patients committed murders, um, stab, stabbings, all kinds of things. But I didn't judge them based on their past. I helped them and treated them as you're supposed to treat other people. The golden rule that long, a lot of us have forgotten about, right? You treat others the way you desire to be treated. And uh, the Jewish descendants, I didn't even really cling to it because my dad's cousin wasn't 100% confident when he uh, revealed that information to us because there's so many name changes that occur in, you know, we're talking thousands of years ago. King David came before Jesus. Jesus Christ was in the bloodline of King David. I'm in the bloodline of King David. Yeah. <laughs> my husband married up, okay? And uh, he and I married last year, and he's the top guy that protects President Trump. And then, after 19 days of marriage, Biden's security team, or a combination of these evil people, I don't, I don't really know who. And that's, that's the difficult thing to know, because there's a lot of people in the military, a lot of veterans, a lot of contractors that are bought out. And people, my husband trained me very well. He said, anybody can get bought out at any point in time you pay them enough money and uh, I've made a post a couple days ago about how there's data available online for the average salary of spies for America yeah there's some terrible people that got bought out for only two thousand dollars like how desperate do you got to be to be a traitor to your nation but apparently it doesn't cost a lot and uh, I am no traitor I love America I love all people, all humans, and I desire for you to win. The Lord desires for all of us to win that are not harming the children of the world. So you're either for Trump and you're for the truth and helping the poor and helping the middle class that has become the new poor, the working poor, <laughs> and that doesn't harm the children of the world and desires to have more time with their families, right? That, that's a basic right that we all deserve. Or you're pro-Biden or anybody else, right? There's some, well, actually, like, uh, uh, the Kennedy guy, uh, Junior Robert, I think it's Robert Kennedy, he's releasing some awesome videos online, I must say, I must say. Uh, I'm biased, right? I'm biased that Trump allocated his resources to keep me alive in 2020. That I'm very biased because I married his top guy. Yeah. So I'm going to vote for Trump. You vote for whoever you want. That's your freedom in America. But I can't even vote until I'm reunited to my husband because people have tried to kill me 18 times in the last three years of this ridiculous contest. Yeah. They've killed three of my associations in the last three years. And they, um, they did disappear the lady that had paid the payment um, a few months ago. Um, the Holy Spirit reveals things to me. I just know. She committed treason. And all her uh, fake friends that were trying to get intel off of me, I let them know. I said, hey, look, she's dead now. So report to the FBI what you know. Let's stop the bullshit. This is the worst contest ever. People took it way too far. They took it way too far. And when it's a first ever contest in the world, that's what losers do. They don't have morals. They will win at all costs. I learned that in my exercise in sports psychology orientation program in our um, in my graduate school class in my second quarter, I remember, with Dr. Vicki Ebbick. And she showed us this visual on the screen. It was, uh, oh, Father, what was it for? It was a performance diagram it had something to do, I don't remember who created it, who the author was of it, I do apologize. It might be in my notes somewhere. My husband has all my boxes from all of my journals, from everything. I lost a lot of stuff when I was forced to flee the house, when they tried to kill us. Yeah, 
fucking losers for this contest. And uh, anyways, um, the diagram was all about, there's a certain level of anxiety you have to have to be able to perform better at your peak, whether you're performing in a, in a sporting event, whether you're performing for a musical thing, right? You're performing on stage like Beyonce, right? Everybody's got a certain level of angst they need to have, right? Your nerves, your physiological changes in your body. You need to have your heart rate pumping a little bit, right? We knew that in college. We would do a green room exercise before a performance. And it would be a way for us to get hyped up so that we were energetic on stage. So our energy would project to the audience and they would receive the information more pleasantly, right? When you start to getting into higher level performing, you start thinking more about how can I get it better? How can I take it to the next level? Top performers don't have huge amounts of improvement to make. They have maybe 1% to 3% of improvement that they can make to hit their peak performance. I got coached in my undergrad by Dr. Colleen Hacker, who's a phenomenal professor. A lot of people thought she was a bully because she worked with Olympic athletes. I liked her style. She was old school. Everything was um, oral lecture. I took great notes. I asked great questions. I emailed her questions and let her know because she desired to take our learning, true learning, to the next level where we were expected to know the question and the answer and she could ask us either direction on the test. And she didn't let nobody copy off of her stuff. She wouldn't even give us our answer sheets. She was so strict about everything because she knew that college students need to be shown not to cheat. She taught us how to have values and integrity. And if we were caught cheating one time, if she suspected it, she told us in her first day of class, if I suspect you of cheating in my class, you get an F. You get kicked out. No do-overs. You're in college now. You're adults. If you have a problem with it, drop out. That's the level of integrity I learned in college. But these people in the last three years in America, all these military guys nasty pedophiles nasty sexual groomers I've had to deal with zero integrity and my husband trained me before we married before we dated we didn't even really date we just boop, got married last year because I fell in love I fell in love through my own mouth and he told me he said Aaron there are no rules in war we are in war the rich against the poor that's going to be World War III. I said, really? He said, yeah, it's not going to be this nation after that nation. No. He said, you know what the 1%? You remember all the feuds outside of the banks? Yeah. The gap between the rich and the poor is the largest gap it's ever been in the history of the world. That is why so many people are so upset. And that is also why there's so many nasties that are harming children they're getting away with it because they have so much money backing them there's so many people involved in it it's disgusting and uh the true warriors of light they don't like the pedophiles they don't like the sex groomers everybody that's been a part of this contest my husband and his buddies have traced all the activities they told me to be patient. He told me, he said, just don't tell nobody nothing. Just you keep doing your thing and let us do our thing. Do you trust me? I said, yes, I trust you. But it's been so frustrating to be blocked from making money in the land of the free in America as a woman for three years. Can you imagine how big that check is going to be that they're donating (laughs) to my nonprofit? I could easily destroy all the organizations that supposedly run our nation. And all the banks involved and all the sex money laundering of children. Uh, we're going we're gonna to accept lots and lots of donations. And we're going to distribute their nasty money to the poor. We're going to sign a peace treaty in 39 days. I'm in the bloodline of King David. I come from royalty. And they royally disrespected me. Underestimated me. And they assumed because I grew up in a poor neighborhood and I didn't have, they assumed very poor things based on my paycheck, based on my bank account, 
They reached out to all of my connections, associations, and on purpose paid them lots of money or threatened them. You're either in the Illuminati with us and harming children and getting paid money for it, or we're going to damage your reputation and block you from having a successful, joyful life. Yeah, it's a cult. It's a satanic cult that's running America right now, but just wait. My husband and his associations, they're all over the world. (laughs) You have no idea who you fucked with. Yeah. You picked the wrong veteran spouse to attack and try and kill last year with my husband. You picked the wrong veteran spouse to hack into my husband's device and all of his body's devices and think that he wasn't. That he wasn't going to get upset. (laughs) The CCP has slowly slithered their way into America, creating a communist country. And uh, the last three years have proved that it is lawlessness. Anything goes in America now. So um, I reached out to the Jewish community. And I got nice flyers and pamphlets. I let them know. I said, yeah, I'm about to win this big contest. I figured I need to connect to my community since I'm a descendant of King David. They handed me the newspaper of all the synagogues. I can't wait to go visit and let them know what's been going on. And let them know that I'm facing a year in jail time on false charges. Protecting children from child abuse and asking for my proper payment for a job that was stolen from me from an active duty officer of the military when he prostituted his body. That's the level of terrible economy we're in when officers in the military have to prostitute themselves. How desperate do you got to be to pay your bills while Biden's team is in office? Is it any wonder why nobody trusts the government? Even my husband, who protects, he's at the top tier. He can't, you can't get any more top than my husband. And even he said, don't trust the government. I said, don't trust the government? He goes, no, the government, no good. No good. Trust the Lord. He said, I do my job because I have to because it's my job. And then he asked to retire. And they tried to kill us. Yeah, that's slavery. That's born identity. Yeah. The movie made about my life. 100% of the royalties are going to get paid out to the security teams that protect America. Yeah, because uh, stupid people decided that it would be smart to defund this organization. And then they still reach out for favors and ask them to protect them. Yeah, people have underestimated our veterans and our first responders. And they don't think things through that don't have any idea what the military does. Don't have any true uh, patriotism in their heart. I am a granddaughter of a World War II veteran on both sides of my family. I'm a protected class. I'm a descendant of King David. You guys royally messed up. (laughs) And uh, the Lord says not to gloat, so I'm working on that. I'm really working on that. He says to humble yourselves before me, to acknowledge my son's name, and I will acknowledge you. I will comfort those that need comfort. Ask and you shall receive whatever it is you need. As long as your intentions in your heart are pure and you're not trying to do things out of selfish ambition. If you have a desire to help a lot of people, to create momentum and help, really help a lot of people, which the Lord assigned me to help everybody in the world with depression. That's a big assignment. So it's a lifetime assignment. So... He's given me a lot of responsibility, but he hasn't just thrown me into the position. Like like Biden's security guy was thrown into his role, and then I met him when he came to the house. He didn't get, his team didn't give him any proper training. They just tried to use him like they use all of their soldiers, airmen, seamen, and women, and just do what you're told. But he decided to break the rules for me, and he went to Trump's team and he said hey uh, she's going to need some major help what do we do what do we need to do and they worked together it's the most patriotic story and it's true it is real and they're going to get 
all the security teams that protect America. I don't know who they are. I'm not supposed to know. That keeps our nation tight and protected. They're going to get through the Hope Foundation anytime there's a movie made of my life story, of our autobiography, a book, movie, whatever, TV show, whatever. If it's about my true life story, 100% of the royalties are going to go to the Hope Foundation. That's my contribution back to American veterans and first responders. All I know is that they are veterans and first responders. That's all I need to know. I don't need to know details. So, when you when you have enough value, you are adding to the marketplace, your price point goes higher. That's what Jim Rohn shared with all of us before he passed away in the 90s. He's a big-time public speaker. Jim Rohn, R-O-H-N. If you've never heard of him, look him up. Tony Robbins learned from him, trained under him the same time, I believe, my father worked for Jim in the 70s. And uh, two very different uh, projections of life, right? Tony Robbins, very financially successful, has had an outstanding career path, been able to impact and coach a lot of people's lives from all over the world. My dad uh, was an incredible man who chose to focus on his family and not f- not the financial projections. Um, had his own issues with depression and didn't get the help for it until his last couple years of life. But when he died, I knew how valuable he was to the community because there was hundreds if not thousands of people at his funeral from his entire career path, 40 years worth of sales career that were saying good things about me. People flew to my dad's funeral. That that surprised me because my dad was so quiet and reserved at home. I was so grateful that all these people showed up for my dad. It changed my entire plans. How I operated in this world, I made a decision that I wasn't going to waste another minute listening to my leaders in my nation, listening to what the world says. I was going to listen to what the Lord says for how to lead my life. And sometimes I get off track and he pulls me back in. Sometimes I'm swayed by my weaknesses of being a survivor of child sex slavery of four years in my childhood and then being raped in college from a man in the military of my own nation. And they covered it up. The first responders didn't protect and cover me. The university didn't protect and cover me. They tried to cover it up. My whole life story has been a lot of misery. But the rest of my life is going to be full of hope and joy. Because I'm choosing to forgive all the people that have harmed me and my family. And I'm also choosing to allow them to donate a lot of money to Aaron Nicole Ministries. And we're going to distribute the monies to the poor and to our first responders and our veterans. We're going to turn this nation back around. We're going to drain the actual swamp and not talk out of our mouths bullshit. By my 40th birthday forward, my husband and I will only be keeping 10% of our monies and distributing 90% of our wealth. So we might be living in poverty if people don't step up their behaviors and start tightening up our ship. Or they're going to start changing their behaviors. Like I know they will because the Lord above all lords is in charge of it all. And I've learned to live with little and I've been able to be content in the small and in the big. And Erin uh, Nicole's not going to be broke anymore. Nope, I'm going to be a lender, not a borrower. And I can't wait for the rest of my life. I can't wait for all of the people that I get to help. That we get to help. America, we did this. We won this competition together. We won the world title for Global Mental Health Ambassadors. And you'll have a U.S. ambassador that's a different person. I imagine it's Tanya. We'll see. We'll see what uh, the military decides. Maybe there's somebody else they, they would like. Maybe there's a gentleman they'd like to have. Maybe they're going to pick three like I, I suggested. Like our three heads of our government, right? I recommended that because the Holy Spirit reveals things to me to help coach people based on His plans. It's the coolest relationship ever. And I'm so grateful he picked me and he keeps picking me and he keeps picking you as well. If you choose to stay close to him 
and to choose love. Love is the most powerful force in the world. Choose it. Choose it every day in every circumstance, wherever you're at. And uh, even if you make mistakes, you apologize, you ask for forgiveness, you receive the forgiveness, don't wallow in despair. Move forward. Keep moving forward. Don't give up today, tomorrow, not ever. All right, anything else, Father, about uh, the Jewish descendants? Okay, he says, give them a call to action. All right. So, uh, if you'd like to have a personal relationship with the Father, and you don't have one yet, or you're not sure if you fully committed, repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this gift of salvation. I can't earn it or buy it. You give it freely to those who believe in your Son, Jesus Christ. Father, I, I make mistakes, but I don't desire to. Please come into my heart and uh, reveal to me when I make decisions that don't please you. Show me a better way. Thank you. I pray this in your heavenly name. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time, we want to welcome you to the family. Your next step is to get plugged into a Bible-based church in person, not online. The internet's going down in November. And only the Lord knows when it'll be back up. Because these nasty pedophiles are profiting way too much money. And the Lord has said that the internet is the problem. Is the major communication style for them. All phone lines will not work. Landlines and cell phones. So you need to be plugged into a church. Communicate with them. About the internet going down. And how to protect the kids. When the internet goes down. That means stores are going to get looted. Banks are going to be uh, attacked because their internet's not their their machines aren't going to work. Everybody's going to go into massive panic. So you need to prepare. You need to get cash out. Lots of places are saying cards only, but they're going to quickly change their mind when the internet shuts down and they're not going to be able to accept your card payments. So then they're going to switch quickly and say, "Oh, I guess cash is fine," and or you're just going to take shit like people are doing in California. Right? Pay attention to what's going on. We are about to go into chaos. And churches are there as a resource to help you. But there are many churches that are way beyond stressed. And a lot of leaders of the church are in psychosis. I know this because I reached out for help to a very rich church. And the father of the Catholic church laughed at me over the phone. When I told him that I'm a descendant of King David. And there was a car accident that I experienced in his town and I haven't received any restitution from car insurance companies that are getting away with it and I asked for help emergency help and he said that I was irresponsible I, I said what? I'm fully insured it wasn't my fault he was blaming me and he wasn't even willing to listen to me he was cutting me off, he was stressed, he was in psychosis so there's plenty of churches that are struggling right now and they might not be able to help you so don't just go to one and give up Go to the next one. Go to the next one. Go to the next one. Start your own. Whatever you believe the Lord is encouraging you to do. Do it and pray. There is so much power in our prayers. Um, something simple that you can do is uh, with a small group of like 10 or smaller. Each person in the circle says a praise and a prayer request. You get one of each. So then... You ask the person to your left or to your right. You decide whoever's going to lead it, whoever's going to start the prayer, and whoever's going to end the prayer. Because where two or more are gathered in my name, there I am in their midst. And the I am is the father of all of us. So I encourage you to get plugged into a church. encourage you to get into, plugged into small groups. And uh, pray for your community. Ask the first responders in your community if you have extra time on your hands, how you can help support them. And if you live in a veteran community, ask, ask the veterans or the veteran spouses. Maybe they have um, maybe they have an active duty veteran that's overseas right now. And so the mom is or the dad is like a single parent right now as the spouse raising the kids, right? Ask them, hey, do you need a babysitter so you can go and handle business? Or do you need help taking your kids to the doctors, right? Or... 
to help with uh, maybe there's a school play and there's one at the elementary and there's one at the middle school right and the mom can't be at both so maybe you show up to one and shoot a video for her on her device so then she or your own you know and then text it to her whatever so that she can show that she's involved and she's caring and being uh, you know the best spouse she could be or he right we've got a lot of female um, military people so there's sometimes spouses or husbands or wife and wife or husband and husband right we don't judge right we're grateful if you're protecting our nation we're grateful for the men and women that serve our nation the true patriots that love their families and are doing their jobs that they are assigned to do Uh, but you are allowed to break your assignment if your leaders are having you harm children that is where we cross the line that is not acceptable behavior and you need to report those people don't report them to cps no you report those to your top church leaders and those that you really absolutely trust you pray to the lord above all lords who do i need to speak to and report this to because when your top level leadership is profiting off the children of the world it makes it difficult to know who you can get help from right Uh, but you should be able to trust the first responders in your community and your churches for the most part, especially if they're a first responder that goes to your church. Yeah. Reach out to them, let them know the situation and let them handle business and then document everything and save copies everywhere. I can't wait to go to court this next Thursday. Former boss made very poor choices. The Lord doesn't like child abusers. The Lord does not like people that don't pay proper payments to their employees. All right, anything else, Father? He says, sing your, sing your jingle with some silliness. With some silliness? I don't know how to do that. All right, we'll, we'll do the best we got. You can join in if you like it. Create your own version and post it everywhere. Don't forget to tell someone you love them today. See you next week. Or next time. Might be tomorrow. Who knows?